0: I had a dream that I would explore space, discover a planet, and call it the planet Rasta. I didn't get to space, but I have made it to the Royal Observatory in Greenwich to meet one of the world's most famous space scientists, Maggie Iderin Pocock, and today she's giving me the grand tour.
1: The problems we're having in the city now seem quite trivial compared with. The heavens above, really.
0: Well, it's in bigger figures,
1: isn't it? I know, that's it. We're talking millennia. We're talking sort of billions.
0: Billions and billions of light years and stuff like that. Yeah. And over there, they're worried about a few pounds.
1: I know, yes.
0: But I bet you Mars hasn't got a financial district.
1: That's why I want to retire to Mars. Look for their financial district.
0: Retiring to Mars,
1: not
0: Jamaica. You've got to have a big dream. I
1: got the science bug when I was about ooh, three or four.
0: Three or four, now, how could that happen?
1: <laughs> well, it was the clangers. And also, um, when I was growing up, I heard about the moon landings, yeah, people right. going to the moon, so it all seemed possible. One of the things I did when I was 15 is I made my own telescope. The first night when I sort of pointed it up at the moon, and there, suddenly, I could see the craters of the moon in amazing detail. It's just like, wham, you get it.
0: And How old were you when you said, right, you know, I'm going to really study this and look into it?
1: Yes, I think that was sort of um, my GCSE, sort of where I was 14, 15, because until then I hated school. And because of my dyslexia, it meant I wasn't progressing and I wasn't reading as, as well as I, I should for my age. Mm-hmm. And also I, I didn't like reading because reading was sort of a bit of a struggle. But then uh, I started finding that I was sort of quite scientific, quite logical and I started getting good grades in science. And I thought, hey, I've had the dream, but maybe the dream could become a reality.
0: You're not what I grew up to know as a typical scientist. What did people around you think?
1: I kept it secret because I didn't think I was going to make it. I thought people would just laugh at me. If you have a dream, it could be really hard work. But if you work hard enough, you can make it. I love my work. When I tell people oh, I'm a sort of space scientist sort of and <laughs> I sort of do a double take, So what exactly do you do? Because They assume I'm sort of an admin or something. But no, I sort of get my hands dirty and I sort of build satellites and build instrumentation. And that's what I love doing. But what I want to do is try and get the message out there. Because I think the more people see different people from ethnic minorities, more women doing these jobs, we we'll realise that anyone can do the jobs. It's having the passion for it and wanting to do it.
0: How would a young person that was inspired by you get into what you do?
1: just find something you really love doing. If you do something you really enjoy, it's not really a chore at all. If you just start with looking at the night sky and taking that in, Uh. it's the start of a a wonderful relationship. If you look across the globe, virtually every nation has a history of astronomy or or wondering what's out there. When you look at the universe and the scale of the universe, you think, why on earth are we arguing? And I think that's what attracted me to space. breaks down the barriers. You just see the Earth as a planet. We are just one people.